One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We got Airwolf We got Airwolf us. outside. <laughs> Key change. That's all I'm going to go. What? How do you still remember that? I don't know. Dan Michael Vincent. As a little gay boy, how do you remember that? You know, strangely, the memories from little gay boy stay Longer than almost anything else. Ready, Stace? Ready, Dars? Here we go. It's our big hit. Twins! Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Stacy is the one who's always got my back. Yeah, Darcy's love life, that's a lot to unpack. True. Caring, sharing, Every little thing that we are wearing House of Eleven We've had lots of guy trouble that's well known I've got a fiancé and she's alone Wow All kinds of weather we stick together The same in the rain or sun We've got tight faces but in tight places We think and we act as one Take it, Dars! Manifest our twin power twins. my boob shake when I do that. Like I can remember every word of the Family Matters theme that we established. It's true. Someone said that needs to be our sign-off song always. I would die. There's some. There's something about putting on. At that point, and the the fact that you told that story about that woman <laughs> who was obsessed with being a Winslow, um, y'all, we did our Patreon prop like our sissy shout out, and the uh, patron's last name was Winslow. But there was something too about the fact that you that the person singing that theme song thought they were like recording some like R and B hit. And it was so serious. Like, it's a rare condition. What's well, the same <laughs> day guy. And age. <laughs> I would love to hear an interview with him because he did Full He's House. Dead now. Fam- Southern story. <laughs> but for some reason, he did do Full House. But he. He's, we recording. Okay. He's singing like, like it's the fucking <sighs> national anthem. It reminds me of the guy that used to sing the Dr. Pepper jingle. He really got into it. Which yeah. That was, was that Kenny Loggins who wrote that? I think it was. Sing, sing it. I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. I don't know. Wouldn't you like to be? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Siri, who wrote I'm a pepper? <laughs> oh, no. Sukumare wrote paper. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is Darcy and Stacey. <laughs> 
Kamal Ray wrote paper. My Siri thinks I'm a lot smarter than I actually am. Sue Kamal Ray wrote paper. Um, y'all, Darcy and Stacy, welcome. This is episode one, episode three, three of season Meltdown one. Meltdown in Middletown. Meltdown in Middletown. Uh, I, you like this show more than me. I, I do. I. Andrea just sent us a message on Facebook. She loves it too. I. I don't hate it. I. I wish it did not lampoon these two women the way it's doing. I don't think they have any idea. Actually, I think they do. Uh huh. But. I don't think they have any idea how what clowns they look like. Well, and I think normally you're all for that. This episode did not have a lot of you love more than anything classic Darcy and Stacy together. I like and there them wasn't cutting a lot them down. Of, there yeah. wasn't a lot of that. But I just think like Darcy, I like seeing them out of their I like seeing them out of Darcy and Stacy cuz I'm also fascinated by I think it's just um, what is it? It's like that. Remember when they made that like movie review show? And oh, who are the the host? They host the podcast, Dumb Gay Politics. Um, I don't know what. Oh, it's um, Brandy and fuck. Anyway, Dumb Gay Politics. It is a funny podcast. But anyway, we were talking about they were showing the picture of the Beyonce when she was pregnant with twins, and she said, "Twins are weird. Think about it." And it's like. <laughs> Twins are identical twins. It's weird. It's a weird they thing. They are weird. Think about it. So it's interesting to it's me. It's a weird relationship. Yes. It's interesting to me when they have to do stuff that's not. I like the kind of. It fucks with them when they're not doing the same thing. I, I yeah, like that. I, I think they are. They are each. They're, they're each individual people. Mm-hmm. But there's something about watching. There's something really gross and voyeuristic about having to watch Stacy and Florian try to communicate. I because love it. I still feel like Florian is like has some type of like it's a weird behavior. Maybe he's nervous about being on camera. Uh, Maybe it's a language issue. I mean, I already had, he definitely has. At first I was like cuz there's like a flat affect. There but is. It's very almost flat. like a there's also a blunted affect, which is even kind of more. I don't. And then he freaks out and loses usually his temper. people that have flat affect. And y'all, if, when I say flat affect, that's like a clinical. But basically, it's like like the producer said, "Are you excited right now?" He's like, "Yes, I am excited," or whatever. Yeah. It's don't bas- ever do Florian. We've talked about this. <laughs> no mm-hmm. emotion, and you can't tell on his face how he is feeling. Before, I would have said, "Well, maybe it's a cultural thing." But then seeing how angry he got about the car thing. Yeah, that was kind of like, scary. I don't know a lot about where he's from. I don't know about his culture. I'm like, does he have PTSD? Does he have like something? Albania is pretty safe these days. Yeah, something's yeah. going on though. Like, I honestly, I wrote this down. <laughs> We're going to puke. I, have, I hiccuped. <laughs> you um. <laughs> I feel less safe about Stacy being with Florian Agreed. than I feel about Darcy being with Jesse. Whoa. Yes. My inner inner oh no, run meters were going off Interesting. on Florian in this episode. I, I kind of see where you're going, but Jesse you you're thinking her physical safety? Yeah. For me it would be Jesse's fucking with Darcy's mental state. Yes, I don't think um, 
Her physical Florian safety, yes. has the emotional intelligence that Jesse did. Not that Jesse had a lot. Agree. To manipulate. Yeah. So, yeah, I worry about her physical safety. Safety. Okay, I could I could see that. Just saying. I Darcy, Stacey, if you're listening. Stacey, I, I hope I'm wrong. I think she would punch the fuck out of him. I think she, I would, yes, I think she probably would. However, I don't know if she, like we've talked about, it's weird. Scenes, what? It, it's what's fascinating to me is we think of Stacy as this the strong like badass bitch whatever of Darcy and Stacy. But when she gets with Florian, with Florian, she becomes I said very last submissive. week she becomes more of a Darcy, and yeah. I see the submission and apologizing for him and uh, accommodation. She does feel and a it's little worrisome. She to does me. feel a little bit like battered wife sometimes. I need Darcy to come and rip up that fucking note and save her. <laughs> That's what I'm already saying I want at the end of this season. I want Stacy to be crushed by Florian and Darcy to come in and fucking stand her ground and I'm going to stand up and cheer. I don't know if that'll happen cuz I think they're still together, but fine. Sorry. I don't Sorry. know, maybe I'm wrong. Thanks. Let's jump into this. They're not boy. Airwolf's just hovering out there, <laughs> just hovering out. I don't know if y'all can hear. I don't remember what a single episode of Airwolf was like. I've never seen it. It came out before I was born. Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> We're eighteen months apart. <laughs> you were just probably watching a Haley Mills movie. At the time, or putting makeup on your, or trying on your mother's Liz Claiborne heels. It's true, or maybe some young Jodie Foster's. Y'all, Candle Shoes on Disney Plus. Get into it. I've never seen it. Candle Shoe is good. You've seen so many more Disney movies than I have. I was I a feel Disney like. kid. Yeah, I collected I ha- them. I didn't have the Disney. Of course, you did. I had all the white little. Kids. I didn't have. I didn't have the Disney Channel as a child. We didn't have cable. We were too America's far out. America's Family Network, the Disney Channel. <laughs> Boy, things have changed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time watching shows in syndication, like Airwolf, <laughs> that would come on, on on Saturday afternoons when the cartoons were done. And my mom would go, J-Bird, go outside. And I would go, can I just watch Airwolf? <laughs> Fine. J-Bird, go out and play with all the other boys. I don't want to, Mama. <laughs> can I write this overture instead? <laughs> I'd rather watch Mama's Family than Airwolf. <laughs> oh, Mama. I did love Mama's Family. No, it would be the A-Team, then Airwolf. I did that enjoy the A-Team. That, they, I swear to God, they were contemporary. It came after you just, Airwolf. Yeah, after no, I was you, born. You, no, you just, you just it, either it was a different time or you didn't connect with it the way I did. No, that's probably fair. Also, Magna P.I. They were all, these were all contemporary Ma- shows. Isn't that Magna P.I.? My mom watched that. I remember that. I would watch it with her. Exactly. I think it would come on the same night as Murder, She Wrote. I Did your mother watch Murder, She Wrote? No. No, nope. that was too old. I, I, my grandmother watched it, but I never watched it with her. I think I got this weird, like, nostalgic thing from my mother. She liked older things, and therefore, you know, this is boring Who to y'all. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's the first time you've ever realized that <laughs> what we were talking about myself. That the, usually it's me who goes, <laughs> "Wait, we're off the rails." You had to do it. Y'all, we just recorded on Lalu, and it was like an <laughs> hour and a half episode because Poodle didn't take his CBD in the first episode, and he was like a gay, horny cat, just like, no, 
But I just I let you do whatever you want, and I went with it. Normally, no, I'm, you were off on. Normally, subjects. I'm keeping you on task. Let's begin. Darcy's crying. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Uh, so she is. She's sitting there in the bed. She's throwing off her earrings. She's like, felt a lot of hurt, a lot of pain last night. Was a trigger. <laughs> she did, mm-hmm. y'all. Seven of- her um, her uh, vocabulary is could fit <clears throat> in one hand <laughs> that I have. Like a, her way, she expresses herself. Not that she's stupid. She's not dumb. I'm she just doesn't have a large vocabulary. She just she expresses herself in Instagram. She does words triggered. Gave him my heart. She does hurt. Hurt. Not being painful. Uh, eyes of the prize. All of these. Yeah. You know so. May, and I think, you know, you said it feels voyeuristic. That is why I like the show. But again, that's why I don't like therapists, it. Like we, we like voyeur stuff. We do. We like seeing the inside of how things work. And to, I, I do too, but not to a point that I feel is exploitive. I and don't, I feel like. I think I don't feel like it's exploitive because I know that Darcy and Stace are in control of the show. They're too far. I think that they're they're not like. I think maybe they I would are, feel but they're not. If I, if it was in the earlier days of Ninety Day Fiance, but I think Darcy, I trust Darcy knows what she's doing as far as reality TV. Are they producers? I don't know, Darcy and Stacy. If you're not producers on this, you better fucking fight. For I that don't for think they are. Two. I don't think they are. You need to get are. that from Matt Sharp. That's why to me it feels like they're being produced to tell stories in a way. Um, maybe. Yeah. I, I like this beginning. I mean, Darcy kind of went. She. I like that she kind of went there. It was really, you know, normally we would make fun of Darcy crying because that's what we do. These, well, these are real tears. She's having this real tears. This was some real shit, and it was raw, and not the way, was well, the raw dog. <laughs> but it was in my vulva. Oh, my vulva. <laughs> but it was still. <laughs> Y'all, that bitch is still doing fucking TikToks. Ugh. She'll do anything to stay relevant. The BGL. Gross. That's like the that's like the uh the sequel to the BFG, the big fucking giant or the big. Yeah. <laughs> it's not big big friendly giant. I think. I'm, oh yes, big friendly giant. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the, the the BGL. BGL. <laughs> it's like I'm going to raw dog you. <laughs> that was the tagline. Wow. <laughs> um. So Darcy says that she hasn't been to, she's been, that was pretty funny when she said, I've been to therapy. <laughs> um, she has Once. been to therapy she's before. She's like been to one, one session. Her dad told her to go after Jesse. Um, and she only she, did a few sessions. She did a few sessions because she thought she could stay. And this is what I liked what she said. She's like, I thought I could stay in my own power. Um, and I... I love that she said this and that, and I actually think some women especially will relate to it, is that, again, this whole idea, and I'm just going to say it again, we've said it all the time, but maybe this is the first time you hear it, getting support and going to therapy does not make you not strong. In fact, it makes you stronger because you know what you need to support yourself. And, And a lot of people don't do that. And at the same time, you guys, it's not an antibiotic. It's not yes. going to. It's you're not going to take this and immediately get better, um, so, and it's not going to. Yeah. yeah, the fact that, and we learned this later, but y'all, 
The fact that Darcy and Stacy had an older brother who was like their father figure who oh. died of cancer and they never went to therapy for that. We, we're going to talk about her actual therapy session that happens, you guys. But y'all, I'm just saying, if you have someone in your life, especially, sadly, with what's happening, there's a lot of kind of sudden deaths now with corona. Talk to a yeah, grief therapist that about never that. Processed. Because that is really, or even if it happened 20 years ago, if it still, still feels like a day. <laughs> because... Since it happened, ugh. one thing, guys, a therapist is someone you pay to help understand how you're feeling. Yes, and it's not yeah. someone who, they don't have any skin in the game, so they're yeah. not trying to. Even your friends who are there to listen are going to view things in a in a, in a biased sense. A therapist is not going to. And also, your friends, your family, they're seeing things from one worldview. Exactly. A therapist, we get trained, but also we see so many different people. We just see a lot of different perspectives. And it doesn't have to be individual therapy. I love group work. Group therapy is a lot cheaper. Group therapy is fantastic. I can do in six months. I In six months of individual therapy, I can do in 10 minutes in a group. I get it. I, I see clients one-on-one, and I prefer it. But Either uh, one works. That's the way I work. Either I don't one want them. Work. I don't want them hearing any other motherfuckers' ideas. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, y'all, people are so stupid that they'll. The people will in group. People will just talk and talk and well, talk. Well, they can, but that's up to a good facilitator. And, yeah. And so, if you facilitate it well, the power of group is it takes someone literally six months to realize either they're not the only person who's done this. This wasn't about them. Yeah, it takes so long for you know from teaching, especially teaching voice. Well, we're I in think... group. Somebody else can say, "Oh, similar thing happened to me." Yada yada yada. My boyfriend did this. Da 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 da. And they go in five minutes. They go. Oh, I, I think that's though why we form friend groups and we why we have support groups. Like there's so many Facebook groups out there, you guys, that are like that. You can yeah. where you can do that. So there's avenues of support. That's all we're saying. Anyway, it was really sad. The producer's like, "Do you are you where you want to be?" Uh, and this kind of was like, "This was real fucking Darcy." And she says, "Nope, I'm not. I want to set a good example for my daughters." And she like it's because she's trying to be a be- good mother. You guys, she is. And think about Darcy's life. It's all outward. I'd rather not. <laughs> but it's all the glitz, yeah. the glam, what things look like. Where she's like, "I want nails." Oh, I want to own my own home. I want to have roots. I want to have daughters that are in good relationships, and I want to show them that. That, So Darcy knows that this is not a good situation to be in. Why are you looking across the room like there's a dog in your room? (laughs) Looking at that light reflecting off our Cabernet painting. Jesus. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway. There's a dog in your room. It does does look like I'm doing that. Um. Anyway, Air, that Air broke Wolf my heart. That Air broke Wolf my heart still circulating. That, yeah, because it's. Uh, I think the hardest thing for a parent, when parents often feel the worst, is when they, for parents that are trying to be good parents, is when they feel like they're not a good role model for their children. Yeah, we go into a shame spiral. Well, I, I that's remember hard. my dad has tried to say. I think a lot of it. He's like, yeah, I just wasn't a good role model or an example for you boys sometimes. And I was like, you know, a a lot of that. With him, sometimes it feels like he's trying to make himself feel better, mm-hmm. um, or apologize in a way that make make makes or makes me say, "No, Dad, you were a great dad." Mm-hmm. And my brother and I have never been like, we've never said anything for one thing, regardless. <clears throat> and it's interesting because my mother's never said I was a terrible mother. 
she said that to me when I was growing up, but never now. Never and my now. father looks back because he's got a lot of regrets. Sorry, that just got real. <laughs> well, but I think that Darcy, I think that's the relatable to this. Yeah. I, I think Darcy got real. Um, so the next day, Stacy and Florian wake up and they're packing. In their very white hotel room. Um, and so she's like talking to Florian. And this was a, kind of already a red flag for me when they're talking about Stacy is talking about Darcy. She's like, I don't know. It just didn't go well. It didn't feel like it went well. And then Florian kind of says, You got to meet them. What's the deal? Yeah. No stress. You not have stress. And then Darcy says to that, she's like, That's why Stacey. I love you. Or Stacy says, That's why I love you. You're my voice of reason. <laughs> uh, no, that's your voice your... of avoidance. <laughs> If Florian's her voice of reason, you got a problem. You got a no. Yes, somebody who just says "Don't worry about it, y'all." That's not a voice of reason. Yeah. So when he said that already, I was like, "He, he does doesn't want to deal with shit." He does say, "I fixed the things." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna they're off to Connecticut in matching camo, driving down the highway. <laughs> Finally, going away. And he's back to driving. Don't, don't want to turn back. Don't fix that windshield when I don't want to turn back. So he's kind of a nightmare uh, in the car. And uh, and she's like, are you happy? Are you happy, Florian? He's like, oh, I am so happy. But there's, there's no affect at all. Again, even the producer says, is this you when you're excited? And he says, yay, see the user. And he doesn't make any facial expression at all. And Stacy's like, so, this reminds me of, like, when we were in Alabama and we went to Greece. Want a honeymoon in Greece? Crickets. <laughs> the, the, the desert sounds. So, what do you think? And he's like, I wanted to feel natural. Yeah, um, it's five years in, buddy. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's going to stay. That is when he says, I am excited. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pitch your, you have to lift your soft I don't think up. I can do it because you cart- literally it's convulse. Like, it's, it's a cartoon voice. <laughs> you really go, hey. It looks like Jake's, when he does the voice, it looks like he's taking a huge fucking 20-inch <laughs> dick and going, hey, I'm excited. <laughs> and he kind of convulses. You envy it. Anyway. So they're at the Airbnb, which looks like a nail salon. <laughs> I'm confused. Is Florian going to have to earn his keep by doing nails or I don't pedicures? Know. And he even's like, it's exciting. There's a nail salon at the air. I'm like, why are you excited? By- it's no. weird. It's, it's all weird. strange. They're staying there. Then something happens, and they're trying to fix the back wiper, and Florian starts screaming, No pouch! Nothing! That little! No, nothing! <laughs> it was like weird, Verbatim. weird Florian like exorcism. But and he was, he was screaming, screaming at her, yeah. and the look on his face was scary. He was going and yelling at her, and then he says, "I'm just hot tempered, y'all. If someone is hot tempered, but they don't show any other emotion, that's scary. That's scary. If they're one emotion, that is, is not good. Fury. And a lot of men get that. That is not good." We've said that before, that for a lot of straight men, the only acceptable emotion is anger. And that's not good. I agree. 
gay men have anger and then shame. <laughs> we added that just two to that. I also have extreme derision. <laughs> Where I'm staring at you and just, or, and I also have shade. That that's a little bit of an emotion, and utter shock, clutch pearls. It's true. There's not a lot of other, sad and sadness that I'm not going to get a dick. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's very Jane Austen. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, it was just that. What really got me is like. He was like, no, about some not. And he's like, you dumb. So he's calling her dumb. Yeah, that was rough. Y'all. Are you dumb? If someone, someone can call you dumb, stupid, idiot, they can call you that one time in a relationship. And if yeah. they call you that a second time, it's a pattern. Leave. Leave. And I'm, it's really, <sighs> yeah. leave. Don't, yeah, dumb and stupid Unless are... they immediately decide to go to therapy with you together or, but... That's not good. I guarantee you he's replaying some kind of event of his past. If but, you if you guys are saying dumb, uh, like I, I was never I, I was never screamed at by my parents that you are used to, actually that's not true. My mom would say sometimes I just think there's something wrong with you that you would blah blah blah. That was helpful. <laughs> but I that's what I remember hearing. And uh, and I've had to like work through not to say that to people because that's the first thing that when you're angry, that's what you reach for because that's the pattern. Mm. You know well, that was sad. <laughs> the only time I remember my dad really yelling at us was about ice trays. Wow, isn't that funny? And you scream. He screamed at me <laughs> and another roommate we had about ice trays because one of us left an ice tray. We it, I think what it was. We left it empty, empty, and there was no in ice. the freezer, and it was hot, y'all. It was he hot. He freaked the fuck <laughs> out, y'all. It was scary. It was not good. I apologize. It was not good. Well, I think the weirdest thing is your anger. You store it up, and for me, I let I let whatever fly. I mean, That's you kinda, you fuck angry. I know. It's kind of how I was taught to stop talking. <laughs> Cover your mouth. <laughs> It's how I was taught to kind of behave is to get stuff out and then, mm. then you then you apologize or everything's fine after you get it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you, you hold it up and it's scary when it comes out. It's very rare, but it is scary. Yeah. My dad is kinda like that too. So but it was my brother was playing video games at like eleven thirty at midnight and my dad was in bed and then my parents left their door open and my brother we had uh he reached in to get the ice trays but he literally was just my brother was a specialist selfish kid he wouldn't think of he would just slam the ice trays <gasps> down in the cup and i mean he slammed those and it was like out of the dark we hear my dad god damn it you got the fucking ice tray slamming <laughs> it down like a goddamn damn i don't know why that meant like damn like what the fuck you think there's a drum here <laughs> i mean and brian like he just scared my dad and so my brother fell on the floor and cowered because he came out of the wow. dark he didn't see him we laugh about it now isn't it amazing what things are traumatic later yeah i i can remember like certain traumatic things the weirdest thing i was talking to a student about this the most traumatic things i can remember are things with another adult that weren't my parents when another adult is this going to go into a confession no Okay. But like an, another adult, like you told the story about a teacher humiliating you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I can still feel. 
I can still feel yeah. those like scary humiliations from another adult. It really is more. I and maybe that's kudos to our parents because yeah. my parent like I wouldn't say it's traumatic. Like seeing, like helping my dad pack his truck when he left my mom and seeing him cry. Oh my God. That was hard, but it wasn't like. You shouldn't have been allowed anywhere near that. But it was, but that was sad, but it also wasn't, I was, I was 14 years old. I understood what was happening. It was, because for me, traumatic things were like that Bill George teacher experience. I didn't understand what mm-hmm. was happening, yeah. and I didn't know why it was happening. Because you kind of respect adults enough. You respect them not to make mistakes kids make. It's like I had an elementary principal who I was walking my lunch tray to put it up, and I just was holding my tray, and I took one last bite of chicken nugget, and she came, and she forcibly grabbed me and pulled me over and <gasps> threw me and sat me down on the um, sat me down at lunch tree. She was like, we don't eat standing up. We don't, we get up only when we're finished eating. Now sit there and finish your food before wow. you get up. And that was so true. Because my mom and my dad would never talk to me like Isn't that. Isn't that weird? Because I, I, what's like, her name? I don't remember. <laughs> I'd say. We, we, See what Darcy and Stacy brought up with us. We're talking about, I just want to say, this is a fucking reality show of Darcy and Stacy. This is probably the first time we've gone off about deep trauma. And I just want to say, Darcy elicited this from us. Yeah. <laughs> Darcy, you're my therapist. I could talk about trauma with anybody. Uh, so actually, usually when they're inside, you're yeah. like, so, so who hit you? Can I, can I, can I tell you about the time I was molested in the bathroom? Jesus. Uh, so anyway, so Darcy is basically saying, my main focus is my girls. And they're going to dance class, you guys. And Darcy is like counting. She's she's on her phone filming. She can't not make it about her. Bless her. And they're like, "Stop, mom!" She's like, "Sorry, act like a dance mom." It's so off. She's like, and she tells the other moms, "I miss dancing. I was quite a dancer when I was young." (laughs) Um, Darcy does love the TikTok, and she just looks like she looks terrible. She looks like embarrassing mom. Yeah, like. And it's weird because the way she moves and the way she talks and she looks like fucking, you know, a model with the hair in it. But on the inside, she just reminds me of that excited lady from Target with the fanny pack. <laughs> you know, like that's Darcy on the inside. Target lady. Yeah. I'm so excited. I kind of combine two characters, but it, those, those yeah. characters are kind of the same. Where'd you get this? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so... Anyway, thank God Aspen and Aniko are kind of like, they're the most adult people on the show, except for maybe Mike. So she gets a text from Georgie, and she's decided to postpone meeting with him, and she's going to therapy. She is going to therapy. Big deal. And she does say this when she's watching the girls, like, oh, got chills there for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we saw the dancers. I don't know if it was like. I don't know if you got chills Uh, from them doing like a a kind of a mediocre dance to wet ass pussy. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't Alvin Ailey. No. So. (laughs) I can't say that. I got chills. I got chills. So they're going to family. Oh, didn't know that when I was in dance class. <laughs> yeah, she's like, didn't know that one. Didn't know that one. She's doing a lot of handography at the time. Uh, Popping it like it's hot. Didn't know it was warm in here. <laughs> That's Darcy. She takes that expression and then just changes it. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, what, what, what's happening? Ah. Boogie oh. woogie bugle boy. Didn't bring my bugle. Whoa. Go, comedy B. Yeah. Comedy B. <laughs> oh, I, I learned A comedy. Obviously, this is B comedy. <laughs> so um, they're meeting Florian because the parents haven't met him. No. And so he comes in. Uh, he's re- he knows he knows right because he's like uh, all over Starcy and Stacy's mom. I just want to say before he comes in, how fucking normal is this? Just family dinner. It was so normal. Yeah, with Mike there and the girls and the mom, and they were just kind of chit chatting, and he was like, kidding, uh, cutting up with the grand. I was just like. It's, it's so normal. It's yeah. so and seeing Darcy in such a normal yeah. life. I think it's that they and this is kind of the way I think Darcy because they had a they had a reality pilot. I think they wanted to be reality stars for so long. Oh yeah. That they barely know what it's like to act normal anymore. But it does this show makes me love Darcy more. Oh yeah. You root for her. Like I'm just and Stacy too, actually. I don't. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how the show. I don't know. I hope it ne- doesn't. I know they. I hope they don't ever pit it against one another. I don't think like so. A, I don't think so. Either. I don't think. The, I don't think the producers want to do that because that's what Grandma Hazel did to Aunt Peggy and Aunt I Darla. Know, we've heard and that, and it didn't end well, y'all. <laughs> they don't speak. They don't speak. How far in age are they? Like five years, Aunt, maybe. No, Aunt. Aunt Peggy's the oldest girl, second oldest, and Darla is uh, the youngest. So ten years. Darla, or my dad says Darlis. I don't know why he says calls her Darlis. <laughs> Darlis is Aunt Peggy. I think is seventy five, and I think Darla is. I think probably she's like sixty five. Yeah, 66. ten years. Yeah, yeah, sounds right. Yeah, Darla, Darla. God, that's a country name. It is. Uh, so the Darla Jean, of course, it's Jean, Hazel Jean, Peggy Jean, Darla Jean. Really? Well, yeah. Are any of the other girls named Darla Jean? There's no other girls. Oh, it's all boys. Yeah. The boys were named a middle name. It was all the same. They're different. I think. Oh wow! Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't know, Uncle Leonard. I don't know. You know what? I'm sorry. I asked. (laughs) Um. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I should know better. I honestly should know better. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. So, <sighs> so there did it, Florian, go back to where you, Florian walks in, again y'all, it's like he kind of smiles. But he doesn't even really smile. And as Flo- Flo- uh, Mike is talking to Florian, this is what concerns me about Florian. It's like he's sitting there, and if y'all notice, he kind of leans down and looks or leans over, and he's always looking down. Yeah. He doesn't I agree. look at you. There's. I something happened on the way to heaven. I, I'm not. I'm not defending him, but I'm just trying to put myself in a place of someone who is always translating and trying that, I to agree. and trying I try to, think to about that too. and trying to impress at the same time. If he didn't have that anger and called her stupid, I would I agree. say that's it. I agree. I don't know. I'm nervous. And I think, to, you know, it's it's really hard for me to diagnose someone who's on a reality show when I'm seeing an edit. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I think I've done it all the time before. Have we ever talked about Florian's dick? I just realized that. Uh, it's average at best. Although Albania is from the the Dick Riviera, they're doing quite well over there. <laughs> Come, let's play on the Dick Riviera. Listen to it so, sway. I, it's a big dick Riviera. I mean, we've got oh no, here we go. Cut. We've got girthy and then, I gotta stop. Yeah, good. I, I'm glad you you had the. It's a dick. It's a dick. <laughs> it's a dick. It is like a the 11. dick Riviera. What is that from? I just made it up. <laughs> But I wanted it to sound like a 70s like it Luffy did. song. I it kind of sounded like Copacabana. <laughs> I was kind of into it. I was thinking Copacabana and actually Love Bo. Yeah. I'm into it. 
We'll put that on the musical episode. No, we won't. <laughs> uh, so Florin is saying good lines like, you, I, you can die for your family, you can kill for your family. And the parents are like, yeah, I like what I'm saying. Well, I think Mike's might have killed. There's something kind of dangerous about Mike, like which is why Mike, it's hot to me. Mike might have been in the CIA and murdered several people. I'm kind of into it, and some sissies agree with me. Maybe it's because he has such full lips, but there's something attractive about him. He could him. break me, and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> That took um, you a while to come on board. It did. I wasn't into him. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle's quarantining. Um, uh, Florian does say, I love to talk to old people. And Stacy kind of, I'm like, is that the way you talk about your father? Whatever. Well, no, he was in confession. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, uh, uh, basically, <sighs> what is this? Dad's, oh. Dad is gonna. Mike is gonna box with Florian. He's gonna teach Florian That's to better, box. That's better because something traumatic happened to Florian when he played soccer. Yeah, I yeah, kind of agree. I play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a different side of Florian. I like that. <laughs> he does though. He's always like the. <laughs> uh, and Darcy's sitting over there going. This <sighs> 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 is sighing all of it. Hey. Uh, and so she's like, "Yep, gonna get a soda." Stace, wanna come with me? It's so obvious they need to talk about their problems. It is so obvious they need to talk about their problems. So then she basically tells Stacy that, um, uh, and she's like, so everything good? Oh, everything's fine. <laughs> so everything's, everything's great. Everything's fine. She's like, uh, and I was like, why is the bar there in so loud? Is this a Charleston's? <laughs> it looks like a Charleston's restaurant to a, me. I think it's a nice restaurant. Or a Houston's. I think it's a nice restaurant in Connecticut. Okay. I doubt it's a Charleston's or a Houston's. Come at us. We have some sissies that live in Middleton. Come at us and let us know. You probably know where it is. Um, so I've got the Dick Riviera stuck in my head. <laughs> the Dick Riviera. <laughs> uh, so Darcy tells uh, Stacy that she's going to do going to go to therapy. She's like, so when are you going to come with me? And she's like, well, I've got a lot. Uh, got a lot going on right now well let's preface this for those of you who don't watch literally stacy told darcy about tom then like the next day she decided to go to therapy and asked stacy to go with her and stacy said yes and then the next day after that stacy's darcy too busy the appointment <laughs> and stacy's too busy well honestly good for darcy for for following up and she what did she say i, I oh, love of action oh i take action i take action <laughs> yeah Y'all, they will. In fact, on their let's do a very short abbreviated. <laughs> y'all, this is what we call ninety days theater. Good. That's it. Okay. And it doesn't cadence in the tonic. You're wrong. I'll be playing the role of Darcy. Poodle will be playing the role of Stacy. <laughs> I'd like to say of the Coke machine behind her. Yeah. <laughs> Just for once. All right. So. And see, chinkle, chinkle, chinkle of ice in my Coke swirling loud around. Loud people, loud people. Raw, raw. Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. So, going to therapy tomorrow. Oh, that's great. It's gonna so be glad. good. So glad that's, that's going to be so helpful for you. But, you know, I just thought, take your advice, and, uh, you know, it was a little hard to hear. You need it. But sometimes, you know, 
You gotta get slammed down to get picked back up. Yep. Gotta you you love love and it's time to get work time to get fixed up. Yep, so uh You need a tune up. Yep. That's a little too much. To get fixed. Oh, okay, we got it. Um so uh Could you take gotta a whole team me? tomorrow. You wanna go? Like three o'clock after days of our lives? Uh I can't. Gotta spend as much time with Lori as I can. Uh can't let him go because he likes to run feral in the fields. You said you would go with me. I'm, I'm sorry. I've got 90 days, and I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I have to p- protect Florian from random hordes of vampires. That's fair. Okay, fine. But I'm a woman of action. I'm going, I'm going tomorrow, and I'm not going to talk about you at all. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And, and scene. <laughs> She I did, enjoyed that. She did basically say, I'm going to enjoy therapy. <laughs> and to the end, she's like, enjoy your fiance. <laughs> that was my favorite that. line of, of the, the whole. So just go and enjoy your fiance. Talk to your fiance. Like she's going to go and saying, I'm so in- happy I have my fiance here. I'm enjoying my fiance. Do you want more water? <laughs> no, I just totally missed my face. You did. Um, my Sometimes vo- that happens. My voice is completely shattered from doing... Uh, uh, somebody else from to, oh you, I was doing you that wanna, girl you want to grab her I was doing that girl Heather from Love After Lockup who oh, was bedded out y'all I have, I've got Grethers here a Grethers old man Grethier I've got one okay I got one too y'all we have to immediately pop in voice stuff after we do Darcy and Stacy um so the Dick Riviera <laughs> come get that foreskin it's there waiting for you to come on your face it's dick <laughs> take it poodle <laughs> Dick Riviera Ooh. we're waiting for you Uh, we're gonna put that on the musical Dick number. <laughs> Off the coast of Albania, <laughs> passing Serbia and other former Soviet socialist <laughs> republics. <laughs> We may not have bread, but we've got a lot of dick. dick. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> former, Soviet, former Soviet Soviet Republics do have bread now, um, unless you're Belarus, and then you're having lots of problems. <laughs> not with a lot your, of cheese with your um with your uh basically your uh, uh person your president who installed himself as a monarch. And now then there's unrest in the country, and people are taking back their motherfucking country. <sighs> Vive la difference. <laughs> and Putin is saying, mm, maybe be careful, Belarus. And they're like, fuck you. They're like, fuck you. Fuck Putin. Y'all, read about, read about what's going on in Belarus and about how Putin tried to poison the guy who's running against him. Oh, yeah. That's real. We're, we're, getting, we're getting deluged with political news right now. So... You know, do yourself a favor and do a little Reuters. Do a little Reuters BBC. or BBC World News. You get a worldview. I you like that one. We get a lot of worldview. Uh, so anyway, you guys, Mike is taking Florian out to a trail, which looks like he's going to put a bullet in his brain. <laughs> you know, 
I've seen a movie that went another way with this. Okay. With two men going out to the woods. Uh-huh. I think it literally was called Oklahoma, and it ended up a guy getting bent over a tree, getting fucked while he bit his teeth on some bark. Oklahoma. That was the name of the movie? Oklahoma. Was Oklahoma. 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 <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. I saw a different movie. But that was a really low-brow joke. No, that actually happened. Literally, what? the guy's biting on the bark while he's getting fucked. Wow. Is this some short film you saw or maybe, maybe. a porno theater? I don't even know where it came from, but I remember seeing it. Oh, cr- uh, So, basically, I, we don't want to go through this a lot, but... Uh, uh, he basically Florian, asked about the picture. Florian thinks that. that Mikey's funny. Yeah. Even though Mike is like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert De Niro from... Meet the parents. He is. He's and like, is like trying to kill him. He literally's like, so the photograph. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Real or not? What the fuck? <laughs> he de- he is like that. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing there? Take your word for it. Uh, so he does Carmine, believe him. you're fine. Go home. He does. Carmine, Carmine's That's ready. That's the Goonie in the back who we never see, but is there to kill anyone Mike wants. Carmine killed. is ready with a silencer. Yep, yep. Uh, I think that's about that's that for them. It was was a very short scene. That was for them. Now, can we talk about Darcy at the therapist? Yes, and her therapist Monica. 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 Dance the walls. Monica. Monica. That brought you to love. You have the the most beautiful That brought you to life. It did. Y'all, that is a song from the opera The Medium where a girl dances with a deaf mute and makes up things that the deaf mute should say to her that flatters her. And the end line says, Toby, you have the most beautiful voice in the world. We've heard that song a lot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Monica, Monica, Donzo. So this... So I just want to preface and say, again, if you've never been to therapy, this is not like real therapy. This is, <laughs> so, this is TV therapy. However, it is much better TV therapy than fucking it's cheese the, sticks therapy. It's the best we've seen, I would say. It almost say. makes me wonder if this woman, this is either a real therapist who's seen Darcy several times or the producer who just knows her shit. I feel what like it's just a producer who knows her. Maybe. I feel like this woman... Is asking the right questions. She asked totally the right questions. Yeah. Like, I, what I. Best TV therapist we've seen. Definitely better than cheese sticks. Some woman, some woman, some women were watching this and felt seen. I know. Yeah. Come at us. If you saw this therapy procession and you went, oh, fuck, this is this too is real me. for me. I'm relating to Darcy. What the fuck is happening to me? Come yeah. at us in the Sissy Squad. We'll support you. So she basically, Monica says, what issues you're having? You know, how, how long? And I wrote, she said, what issues you're having? I'm like, how long you got? How long you got? <laughs> and so Darcy starts talking about red flags. And she gives her heart. Well, and this is what I love about Monica. And this is what I try to do. A lot of times when people come to, th- they come into therapy with these, 
these descriptors that are yeah. these Instagram memes or general things. Yeah. And that's all what you're doing in therapy is like, well, what do you mean when you say red flags? Right. What do you mean? And we're always, a lot of times people think, well, therapists are just asking like, can you explain more? Can you explain yeah, more? You have to spend a lot of time defining your terms. But the problem is, is that people sp- skip over the specifics in their life. Yeah. And a queen that I know sitting beside me who just sang a song about dicks in the Riviera <laughs> has said to me, specifics are everything. Everything. And I agree with that as well. And to and to get them, because it's not necessarily important about how they feel, but how they feel about what they're saying mm-hmm. or how they feel about something in their life mm-hmm. or instead of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... She's having a hard time expressing how she felt, how she felt about Tom. But she can say things like, it hurt, yeah. but not like specific things that hurt because or, or what he specifically right. did that hurt her. That's not just like a, right. Because if you look, it made me think, you know, when Darcy, she's like, they're playing games. They, it's always this general stuff right. of not whatever it is. I think what was interesting is she, she did uh, venture this. Jesse had wanted a boy. This made you gasp. Yeah, and Poodle I clutched his pearls. I don't think we ever heard that. No. Um, but uh, she said that they had thought they had talked about IVF, and that was a big deal. And then she, the therapist, countered and said, "When's the last time you felt safe?" And it looked like that's Darcy I, had been slapped in the face. Yes, that's when Poodle had to hold me, and I just sobbed <laughs> into his chest. Never. And she's like, "Well, it's honest, Tom." But because Tom was a friendship first, it was a, so it was. But it was a fake friendship because Tom is a is a terrible person. Sorry, but Tom, if you're listening. There is also though, it makes me think like, is Darcy? How does Darcy show up in a friendship versus how does she show up when we put the term relationship or or sexual interest on it? I does think, she change? I think she's always putting relationship sexual interest on it with it's a, if it's a man. I would be interested more to talk about the whole Tom thing to see yeah. if that was her intention from the first or was it not. Right. And I think he reached out to her because he was interested in fame, but they became friends. Yes, I think so and, too. Uh, but I, I don't think Tom was ever really interested in being in a relationship no. with Darcy. And that's where the therapist kind of goes into like... Oh, this was genius. She First of all, she was talking about, did you... Simple things like, did you tell him what you want? She's like, what are your expectations? Do you <laughs> and she's like, what? What do you mean? I want love. I want love. I want love. She's like, no. no tell like, him like, real... I want you to hold my hand. I want you to do this. She's like, <clears throat> you could see her going... But this is a, her head was just spinning. This is a big deal because people get in relationships and they do say, well, I just want him to love me. No, it's not good enough. We define love differently. So you need someone to say, uh, you need to say to someone, hey, look, I feel love when you hold my hand in public. When right. you don't feel hold my hand in public, it makes me feel unloved. I feel love when you lick my vagina and tell me I'm beautiful. Right. Like, you know, like whatever it is. It, and a lot of people think I will not lick your vagina. That's just great. So we're clear. Okay, good. <laughs> but a lot of people. This is a lot of fights that happen, is, and this happens to men and women. Is they think, well, they should just know what my right. version of love is. No, you have to tell them. People but, are not mind readers. And I think you need to say, you know, I mean, I've, I feel love when we watch a, an old movie together and don't talk. Yes. Or I... Whereas Darcy would think, we didn't talk the whole exactly. movie. It's about... Honoring the other person's definition mm-hmm. and trying to like 
honor both definitions of what things are. Yep. It's going to be a long road for her. I hope she doesn't. (laughs) I'm a little concerned because she's like, I went to therapy. Now I'm meeting a guy next week. I'm like, honey, you need like a couple of years. Honey, pump the brakes. Yeah. She needs a team. But then the therapist also really went in and this, she's like. I bet you, do you say this to your voice students? This is when they cry when you say thing. Who told you that you don't deserve things? Yes. I, I say all the time. Usually it's it sometimes has something to do with vocal work. I'll say, someone, I think someone once told you that this is blah, blah, blah. Is that right? And I'll say, you need to throw, I'll say things like, you need to throw that away. Because that's not helpful that's to you right now. That's when the tears come. Yes. Yes. Um, and in general, I'll say, even in coaching clients, I will say things like, I feel like someone once told you this. Sometimes you have to put words in their mouth. That's what I realize. I, I, that's part of doing this kind of work, you guys, because some people just don't have the vocabulary. They can't say it. That's why this woman is literally dragging Darcy across the finish line. Yeah, I mean, yep. there's a lot of, I do a lot of, I'm imagining it feels like this for you. Is that right? Is that wrong? Let yep. me know. Mm-hmm. And this is where, which we've talked about this before. Not saying we called it, but we called it. Because we've talked about earlier, like, what has this been like for Darcy if her dad has been out of her, her relationship life with so her like dad in China most of his life? How has that affected her? Because the therapist. And guess what? Monica's right on it. And new information we learned, Michael wasn't only the only brother, Michael was basically the father. He was basically the dad. He loved love. He loved love. (laughs) I will be your father figure. I have had enough for time. You know that George Michael song, right? Yes. Okay. That was a... It was a big hit. So, she starts crying. And I like my favorite line. Michael passed away of cancer. If you didn't watch, is when Darcy's like, "It's okay." And the therapist said, "No, it's not okay. It's not okay." Oh, y'all! Darcy has been needing to hear that her whole life. She has been, you know, that was me when my parents got divorced. I was like, people say, "How are you?" I'm like, "I'm good. It's all good. It's all good." Yeah. And it really took a lot for me to, and that was my cover to like just keep going i was trying to go through school i was going through a lot i was starting to figure out i was a big homo and all this shit and it wasn't until my like late 20s where i went oh it's okay to like no i'm not good right this is not good and be okay with that and say it and the therapist you guys saved up her last little uh her little uh uh rbi she's been for the end she says and this is this is kind of what I do. Not that you want to pronounce get pronouncements at the very end, but you want to give them you want to give them some kind of assessment. You do. And this was a little reality show was. here, and she but, said, but yeah. "You've been accustomed to a distance love," and boy, that nails it. Yeah, that's exactly what's happened. Uh, it re- when she said that, I went, "Oh, that's so true." Especially it's distance, because she's father. used to meeting people who. Long distance relationships. And if you haven't, if y'all go, go through a death of, of a loved one, even if you don't know it consciously, a lot of times when one of our loved ones dies, it inhibits our ability to trust to love again because it's that you're whole. You're frozen. You're from when your heart's I was not for, open. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. If I could melt your heart. Boy, we're singing tonight. That's uh, all right. I'm just trying to keep up. 
You won't <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know what? Uh-oh, don't pull over. Don't pull over. Don't pull over, y'all. So anyway, I hope she keeps seeing this therapist because Monica, and I hope Monica, if you're listening. Don't pull over, y'all. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with me. I hope, Monica, that Darcy's paying you well. Yeah, because you need battle pay. But it makes, it all clicked. I mean, we kind of knew it, but we got the information. I agree. The makeup. The boobs, the fillers, the hair. If the outside looks beautiful, then no one knows this is a broken inside. Right, exactly. And that is Darcy. And I think that is, I think this, what I bet you now that we know this about Darcy, this Stacy being, like you said, badass, I expect her to hit him in the face. Right. And all, that's an act too. Uh-huh. I agree. Uh, so... Next thing is we're at dinner. God, with, a lot happened with Debbie and Raina. Hey, the the, the, the drunk twins. Hi, <laughs> hi, Aisha. Florian, I should tell you. I'm Raina, and I like need to, to tell have you. No fat anymore in your. Do you mind giving it to Darcy? <laughs> I, I like the hiccup. I like Florian's coat. It's got epaulets on it, and I'm a sucker for an epaulette. Oh, God, focus. <laughs> Gave How it. dare you tell me to focus? So basically, they're like, Florian, what do you think about them pictures? They're like, what were you thinking? We need to know. Uh, And basically... It's not go well, y'all. He's like, as long as Florian does not have any more pictures on his phone. And Stacy's like, uh-oh. She's like, don't ask Florian questions. It's like the what the Wizard of Oz. <clears throat> you can't ask him any questions. <laughs> and this is what freaked me out. Florian is so angry. He is vibrating. He's literally tapping oh, yeah. his glass Taps on his the glass. table. Well, that means that means women be quiet. Uh, women yes. women don't speak. Shh. He tells Wait. them to shush. Is that Albanian culture? Are they I, not? I, I, I I'm sure it's patriarchal. I'm sure it's always being facetious. Come at us, Albanian sissies. Um, but Stacy, but this is where. <clears throat> this is, Stacy says I choose to believe him, and she tries to calm them. And I have to say, Raina and Debbie really weren't coming at him aggressively. Not really. It wasn't the right place. It's a reality show, so that's why they're asking. But it wasn't the right place. to. Basically, they were calling him, to him, they were calling him a liar. They were calling him a liar. And this isn't the best, to, not to defend Florian, but yeah, it's like, three against one. This is the first meeting you meet someone. Yeah. Maybe, again, this is a reality show, but don't bring up. That's something like after the second or third meeting, maybe right. when some more casual, not at dinner. It's a reality show, though, so they had to. It was not appropriate. Um, but he freaks out, you guys. and You freaked out when he went shh to them. Yeah, that boy. You guys, this guy's controlling. Y'all, don't say shh to Raina. <laughs> Why did he say Shirley? He shushed me. Is he saying, oh, waiter, he said Chardonnay. <laughs> I need some more Chardonnay, waiter. I love that Raina. This lipstick still looks great. Raina hiccups. I got a tattoo on my lips. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Your husband's fat, lady. He's fat. Does that need smell popcorn? <laughs> Can we go at Taco Bell? <laughs> I think I just found somebody I love. Hello, Raina. Raina. <clears throat> anyway, he starts cussing them, and he just gets up he and leaves. He just leaves. Yeah, it's not going to go well. He goes out to smoke. 
Y'all, that's I the swear, show. We're not going to get this fucking deep in Darcy and goddamn Stacy. It was dark, but it went dark. This episode was. This episode took a lot out of we me. We need actually. like Darcy ice skating or some shit next episode. Uh, yeah, because this is the this will be our besides happily ever after. This will be our new episode. Yes, yeah, so, oh, y'all, if this is, I forgot, this is on the regular feed. That we're going to do it at the very end. So, if you're listening, this is what's kind of going on is, um, so, <clears throat> this is the mid-series finale, mid-winter finale, no. Uh, mid-season mid-season finale. Mid-season finale of... The Other Way. The Other Way. So, which, so, anyway, so that's going to be, um, so that'll be going away for a bit, so don't think next week we don't have The Other Way I think podcast. it's gone for like five or six weeks. It's going, yeah, they're going to be, are they putting something in place of it? I don't think so. I think they're rerunning Darcy and Stacy for this first week. That's what uh, I saw. Oh, yeah. So they're going to, they're going to do that. So, but w- don't worry. We'll still be doing Darcy and Stacy, and we'll still be doing Happily Ever After. Hi. Hi. We will not be doing Clap Back as Unless normal. we're on it. Maybe. 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 Who knows? Okay. Keep watching. We'll let you know. Um, but anyway. No comment. No comment. Um, we mentioned this for, our, if you haven't listened yet, we mentioned, if you're a Gatreon, we, um, our Lalu is taking a break as well next week. So listen to that uh, Gatreon episode of Lalu and find out all about the Gatreon poll. We're doing a poll. And what you want us to do for the next month, because we're giving you a chance to help create giving, the content. Make your voice heard. Like voting in November, which you need to make sure you fucking do. Do it, y'all. The mail is fine. Duty. You can vote from the mail. Whatever vote early. You want. I I think I'm gonna go to a. I'm gonna drop it at a drop box. That's what I'm gonna do. I think. Are you gonna go in? I'm gonna. I'm I worry gonna... about you getting caught. Co- you can't <laughs> die on me. You cannot go to this. You know what? Can you do a Betty, if we do whatever happened to Baby Jane reaction, <laughs> when, when I'm, you could be Betty Davis and I'm like on the beach, and you're like, it's fine, Blanche. It's fine. Kyron. That's my favorite Betty Davis. Anyway. anyway I'll, if you die, I'll find, I'll do the show with Kyle from Cray Cray, and you'll come back luck. from the dead. And everyone, and everyone will say, it's not as good as when Poodle was on. <laughs> But they won't want to say that to me because you're dead. <laughs> and they'll say, what a Southern story that show was. So and then, you can vote. You can mail it in. And then I will curse you. You will. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm the everybody. kind of bitch who curses, y'all. Oh, as a ghost. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, watch the fuck out. You'd be, I'd, oh, I'd, I'd haunt the fuck out of you. That's the show. That is the show, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate y'all and love you so much. You can go to 90daygays.com to find out all things about us. And you can follow us on Instagram at 90daygays. Oh, yeah, and Twitter at 90daygays. Yeah. We just posted some Lalu means of us singing Whitney Houston. <laughs> Be sure to check it out. That's that's gold, y'all. Christina that Lalu. knows what she's fucking doing. Or Christine. Oh. Yeah, sorry. And she knows. That, no, she's, Christina. Oh, I, I, she's the best damn editor, y'all. She's great. If you need an editor, come, Call, at, come at her. Let us know, and we'll get we'll hook you up. Because we're not going to give out her name here, because you'll you'll probably want to stalk her, because she's pretty. And as Jackie Wiseman, our fearless Facebook uh, group den mother, says, you'll want to wear her skin. Which that reminds <laughs> us, come at us in the sissy squad. Speaking of this type we of talk. We got merch, too. <laughs> we'll we wear her skin. <laughs> It's be, you know, I'm just going to say this real quick because we did kind of talk about deeper stuff. We got such a lovely Facebook comment about a sissy who uh, said that they uh, father is uh, dealing with alcoholism and they finally were able oh, to I love this. talk to their father, get their father to go to a rehabilitation facility. But moreover, 
they were able, they got their mother to go to things like Al-Anon and yep. her family. And really there's a lot of so other stuff I don't want to say. Healing. But a lot of healing. And uh, she said a lot of this came from stuff we said on the show, but also things and advice people have given to the Sissy Squad. So I just want to invite any of you, even if you're not on Facebook and if you hate Facebook... If Make you, up a name. Like Donna Down for Dicks. We have somebody in the group she's now. Donna who's Donna Down. She's Donna Down. <laughs> and so, y'all, if you related a lot to Darcy Just and be some in of our these group. things, and you had some, you were like, fuck, this is some of my relationship, I would encourage you to join the Sissy Squad and find some support. Yep. It's a good group. We have fun in there. And on that note, y'all, we love you. We'll see you next week. And I feel like it's appropriate to end this week's show with... The Dick Riviera, <laughs> swing on that dick, on the Dick Riviera. That was a good harmony. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.